0: And welcome to broadcast number 83 of Indie Radio. Indie Radio is an indie game development talk show that airs on Saturdays at noon U.S. Central Time to keep you up to date with the ever evolving world of indie game development, debate about issues in the indie game scene, and to let you into the minds of some of the most interesting people behind the creation of indie games. Today is August 4th, 2018, and I'll be your host, Brett Hudson, broadcasting live from Minneapolis, Minnesota.
1: And I'll be co-hosting live from Toronto, Ontario in Canada.
0: And with us, our special guest is...
2: That's me. <laughs> I'm Martin. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm in Sweden, in Malmö, like way south in Sweden. And it's really warm where I am. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's warm everywhere right now. It's just, it's gross. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it was nice for a bit and now it's just like please stop. <laughs> it's
1: too much, too much.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was I, I actually recently went through Malmo a few times. I was uh, I was staying in Helsingborg and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it it was pretty pretty toasty there um, this summer and I was, yeah. I was not a fan.
2: There was no AC we, where like, I was staying, so I was just like, nope. Yeah, Sweden is not set up to deal with like body temperature type of temperatures <laughs> I bought we got a house this year I bought a house with my wife uh, and we have a lawn and I was not looking forward to mow the lawn but I don't need to because we don't have one anymore it's just like a step like it's just sand <laughs> so that's, that's fixed I don't need to worry about that
0: mm-hmm.
2: from all the heat and lack of rain
0: is what you're saying yeah there's, there yeah. hasn't
2: been any rain whatsoever at any point there's the game jam I am at currently. We, we have the traditional barbecue every night for two nights. Mm-hmm. And we can't do it because there's a super mega fire ban. <laughs> there will like, be like riot police that will kick your ass. Not, not really, but it's, v- it's very banned fire. Mm-hmm. So no fire, no barbecue.
0: Well, you just yes. got to do it inside then. There's, there's no problems with that, right? There's no, no laws No, you can't.
2: No, it's fine. You just <laughs> do it. A more. Can't see any problems.
1: I mean, that's where but fire right. belongs, right? That's inside? Yeah, yeah. indoor. indoor. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the right spot.
0: Good. <laughs> All right. So, uh, for those of you that are uh, new to the show, I um, suppose we can do a little update. Uh, first off, um, Ian and I have both moved, and that's why the show is finally back. Because we have stable adult lives again, where we can actually devote, relatively speak, yeah. relatively, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> stable enough to allow us to uh, yes. be able to say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna keep a, a steady schedule, um, and then uh, what was the other thing? Oh yeah, I, I guess that we're back now, and it's it's a stable schedule because we we were gone for a bit over a year, I think, yeah, um, so it, it's great to finally be back. We've got a fantastic guest with us today to start things off, so pretty excited about that. But the show is usually um, put into... First we do the news, and then we jump into the interview after that. So we've got some news topics for you today, just two. The first of which being that GameMaker Studio has a new 2.1.5 update, which includes some bug fixes, IDE features, and runtime improvements. Um, And some of the ones that I thought were the most interesting were all of the collision functions that they've added. There's a bunch of new features in GameMaker that uh, allow you to uh, not only do types of collisions that previously weren't in the engine, but you can also now get the list of all the entities that you're colliding with instead of just one, uh, which now that I, I think about it, it's like, why why wasn't that in there from from the start? Maybe, maybe it was in some form, but every single collision function now allows you to get the full list which i don't think it really need to explain why that's useful but uh it is so then uh bug fixes include uh some memory protection issues uh iOS audio crashes the licensing server has had some updates apparently people are having issues logging in so now uh the next time you update and you log in it should just keep you logged in with without any issues hopefully um some good protection against DDoS attacks. Um, And then as far as features go, there is now a build option for Android uh, 64-bit. The collision functions I was talking about, support for Google Cloud Sync, and then some virtual keyboard functions for iOS, Android, uh, and UWP. If you wanna find out more about it, you can go to the official blog post, uh, which will be linked uh, on the show. Uh, page (laughs) i had to think about that for a sec uh the show page after we're done recording otherwise if you're listening in live it is currently in the chat
1: and the next story we have is the ludum dare Uh, this is going to be ludum dare number 42 uh, next weekend and right now they're doing the theme slaughter round so for those of you who are perhaps unfamiliar with ludum dare There are so many people participating in so many different ideas for themes now that before there's any actual voting, there's just this kind of uh, purge almost of uh, of the different ideas for themes. And so uh, you can go to uh, ldjam.com right now and participate in that and try to uh, narrow it down to your favorite themes. Uh, And another special kind of note is that this Ludum Dare is actually going to be starting three hours earlier than usual. So normally they start at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time Uh, and this time it's actually going to be starting at 6pm Eastern Time, Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited to uh, see a change in time, because I've... I mean, we in the US have always been, uh, you know, very lucky to have it be kind of at the end of Friday, but I know other time zones, you know, there are people that will stay up until 4am to just find out what the theme is, and then they, you know, jam for an hour, go to bed, and then wake up again. So... Them finally, you know, deciding to do different hours. Uh, I hope in the future maybe each because they they do three a year that each one maybe starts at a different time, so it evens itself out a bit.
1: Yeah, that'd be an interesting little change. And I, I hadn't really <laughs> thought about the uh, privilege we have as people in North America. But uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely it's it's a change for the better. I think, and I'm excited to see how it turns out this time. Can't wait to find out what the theme is.
0: For sure. But uh, enough about this Ludum Dare, whatever that is. We (laughs) we need to talk about the game jam that really matters, Mm -hmm. uh, and that's no more Sweden.
2: Um, Yeah, yeah. So what's
0: (laughs) what's going on there, Martin?
2: I I I probably should have introduced myself a little bit better. I realize after yeah, I'm I'm Martin. On the internet, I go by Grapefruits or Grapefruit with Swedish spelling. I've made a few video games in my day one called that people liked. another one called twofold ink that people seemed okay with and now like a week ago i released hold down which is a ball bouncer i i don't know <laughs> that's down. a i like a that. genre <laughs> or whatever but i'm calling it that's what it's that's the name perfect Of the thing beautiful yeah no i
0: i'm actually surprised that it's only been out for a week because it feels like it's been out a lot longer <laughs> I don't know if it feels that way for you, you know, having to do, you know, uh, patches and like the, the reality of it being out, but for me, it, it feels like it's been quite a while, but only because I've logged way more hours than I care to admit into it so far.
2: Oh no, I lost you. What hmm? happened?
0: Oh, uh, can you hear us now? Uh-oh, we are having internet issues. Oh, maybe it's
2: back. I think it's okay.
0: packed. <laughs> I <sure>. was kidding.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I'm just going to pretend I heard what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, As it felt like a week <laughs> for you, basically, is where I was going. I I think so. Yeah, it's this weird, like, it's complicated mm-hmm. because it's like the nice feeling of getting the thing you've been slaving on or over, like, for a year, mm-hmm. finally out into the world, uh, and also. Like you exchange one set of problems for like an entirely new set of problems, um, but it mostly mostly good. I like it. People seem to be happy with it, and they seem to be playing it a ton. Um, so I'm, I think it's it was a good move to release the game <laughs> instead of <laughs> just keeping it for yourself until the yeah. end of days. I, I I have done that a couple of times, and yeah. Ooh, yeah, what well, was the uh, mafia-style
1: happened. game that you uh, created and never released, as far as I can tell? Uh, what was? Oh right, was no mutants um, or something like that.
2: Yeah, Das Mutant, das Mutant. which is yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's bad German. It should be Der Mutant. But we, <laughs> we named it badly on purpose because <laughs> we thought uh, it was funny. <laughs> I don't know if it g- gets across, but it's not dead. It's just really, really slow progress.
0: Okay. It's slowly mutating, is what you're saying?
2: Maybe. There's, there still hasn't been a game quite like it, so we might still feel like it's a cool thing to do. It's a weird game because it's kind of like a board game, but it's on your phone. So we had the issue of you having to like sit down and read like a rule book, more or less, to figure out how it works, and people will uh... not do that for a game <laughs> on their phone.
1: Well, also, is it played on one phone that's passed around, it looks like? Yeah. Is it... Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, so you it's it's like werewolf, but it's set on a like a a submarine, right. like a post World War mm-hmm. II nuclear submarine, which is not a thing that exists really. But again, <laughs> some, some liberties here. Um, and you're trying to basically one of you is a mutant, and you're trying to figure out who the mutant is. But because we have the phone as kind of the the game master, the mutant also doesn't know they're the mutant to begin with. Like they have to find that out. Oh um, so it creates this funky finger pointing type situation. It's pretty fun. Um some alternate reality like parallel universe. It's yeah. It's it's something.
0: That sounds pretty interesting. Um yeah, with the with the topic yeah. of um making people read a instruction manual, uh the the only thing that I can think of would be to Make it simpler, but that of course brings out a lot of like the charm of the game. It sounds like because yeah. it, it 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 just
2: takes a lot of info to get started. It's originally like it's a game jam thing we did mm-hmm. a long time ago, and that was just the way we had to do it because we had no time. Like you could make like like a nice tutorial or maybe like a video that would teach people to play, but that's actual work, and we didn't have time <laughs> yeah. to do that. And we weren't sure we wanted to like make it a an actual thing. So for now it's just like a I think it works out to be like about like a, a regular sheet of paper of rules that you read. So it's not bad. It's just that okay. people are not prepared to do that, it seems, for a game they have paid money for. Um,
1: <laughs> have to pay and read? Come on. Oh god,
2: now <laughs> yeah. I gotta do work. <laughs> It's weird because you'll pay like a hundred bucks for a big board game, and you'll be like, "Wow, this is a really big manual," and you'll like sit a night and like read it because it's fun. Because mm-hmm. you're that kind of, person. and it's on your phone. You're like, "It's two dollars, and I have to read." <laughs> so it's it's a different world. Yeah, <laughs> who is this person? Who do they think they are? <laughs> And I'm the same. Like I'm the exact same. <laughs> Four dollars for a mobile game? That's preposterous. Who do you think you are? Which is why I charge for my games. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely, definitely uh, worth it. I, uh, I've been really enjoying Hold Down. Um, and actually, I remember I had also played. Uh, I had played the uh, Twofold Ink uh, game a while ago too. And they're both just, uh, just the game design in all of your games I've played has been fantastic. Um, I guess I'm, I'm just fascinated you. by that. It's it's uh, it's all the little details, I guess, because that's part why I admire is actually kind of kind of the opposite of what you were just saying with having to read and everything. Uh, is that how how well you're able to kind of have a nice little tutorial that introduces the core concepts, and then you don't directly tell the player everything though. You let them figure out uh, some of the extra little mechanics on their own. I feel like uh, that really. Yeah change how the game works and make it so much better. Uh, If if they weren't there (laughs) it'd be a completely different game. Um, And and, I don't know, I just I I guess I'm just fascinated by that and I'd be curious about what your process is for kind of pulling all that together. I mean, do you just kind of toy with it as you're making it until it feels right or do you kind of sit down ahead of time and uh, figure all that out?
2: It's a lot of toying and most of it is pretty, I just like what if with Hold Down, it was like that that thing when you're playing like Arkanoid or something and the ball gets behind the bricks mm-hmm. and goes boop, 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 and it's like the best part. right? <laughs> like, yeah. What if that was the only part, um, <laughs> which was just this like stupid thought at the time. It was like, what if I can make a thing? And there was also like there's a few other games like it, like Balls and BB Tan and One More Brick, and there's I don't know exactly which one was first but they were also like coming out right around that time as well it's like oh these people have figured something out like this maybe i can make one um so i just started uh i had i'd started after twofold i started one project decided that was a bad idea started another project decided that was a bad idea (laughs) And this turned out to be the third project, which which I was just like, I'm just going to try this thing and see if it works. And it did pretty quickly. It was like, okay, I have to do this now because this is fun. Um, But it's very iterative. Like, I don't know where I'm going most of the time. I'm just trying (laughs) shit. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, Which makes it entirely impossible to set any kind of schedule, which is garbage (laughs) and entirely unprofessional.
1: But I mean, I think we're all the better for it <laughs> cuz uh, yeah. we, we wouldn't get these fantastic projects otherwise.
2: Yeah, it's kind of terrifying when you're in the middle of it. You're like, "Oh, I put 3 months into this game. I don't know if I have 8 months or 18 months to go." <laughs> like or 8 days. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it's never 8 days cuz that just we can have like, another month. Yeah, you always need like another month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think with the tutorial stuff, a lot of it is that I, once you've made like a tutorial or two, you hate it so much, <laughs> or at least I do. It's like my least favorite part of making a game. It's the hardest part for sure. Um, and it involves a lot of UI, which is also a very hard part. So it's like, I mm-hmm. I want, just want to keep it to the minimum. So like whenever I come up with a feature for the game or like a rules thing, I'm like, how am I going to explain this to the player? And if I can't figure out a good way to like explain it, ideally you sort of have the game explain it to the player, or have it be like okay, I can figure out like you don't have to explicitly tell them. Uh, that's the best way of doing it. And twofold was really bad with this because it's like it's super abstract puzzle game, uh, so it's very hard to be like with. With the the ball bouncing, there's there's some amount of you can like r- relate it to the real world. Like if I hit them on the corner, the ball's going to go sideways. Mm-hmm. With twofold, it's just like squares in space. There are no there's there's no like real life analogy to it Mm-mm. whatsoever, which makes it super hard to explain because everything is abstract, everything is invented, nothing's real i hated doing the tutorial (laughs) twofold it took like four months out of like a year and something
0: holy bucket!
2: um
1: that's probably not great. yeah but it's such a thorough i don't know i it definitely the the finished product would do a great job though of um of of getting the player to understand the core concepts of the game but yeah the tutorials whenever i've tried building them into games have definitely always been a painful process so Uh, Everyone hates them. The players hate them too. No, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and that's you kind of have to fight that as you're making it. Like, how do I make it so that they can kind of jump in and as they're doing the tutorial, they are playing the game and they're getting to the fun part as quickly as possible? But yeah, for something like twofold, that definitely would be um, that is definitely more challenging than just you know, bounce these balls, yay! (laughs) Like, it's a little little more direct. I don't
2: know if you remember in twofold, but it's this like seven by five grid like the playfield mm-hmm. and below mm-hmm. it there's like these little colored squares
1: Those took me fill up. so much time to figure out how to really use them if i'm being honest
2: yeah uh, yeah because they're they're not in the tutorial because right. they were it was like too much information too soon right so i decided to just not have them in the tutorial and if you really care you'll try them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i made it so that they, they start bouncing around when i think it might be a good right. idea to use them uh to like attract your attention and have you try them because that seemed like I'd rather you miss them and enjoy that part of the game that you did see, other than just bounce off the tutorial because it got too complicated right. too quickly. Mm-hmm. And I'm still not 100% sure that was the right choice, but it was the choice I made.
1: And that's something else I've noticed in and uh, Hold Down. And I can't pronounce, uh, how do you pronounce? Wimmed uh, <laughs> castle? How do you? Wimmed Castle? Yeah, yeah. OK. Um, I-
2: I thought Americans or like English speaking people in general would be fine with that name. They are not.
1: Fine well, I just I, I assume, however, I pronounce it is wrong every
2: time. I think that like the the Y K D thing scares people. I don't know what it is. I there's a there's a reason my two later games are named English proper words.
1: <laughs> it definitely, definitely, it's a little more comfortable for uh, yeah. for me as a uh, American, but. Yeah, um, but I, I noticed in, in that one you do kind of do a, you, you kind of spaced out the tutorial and I think that did help a lot because there's a lot going on with that too, um, but but you, you don't immediately go here, let me tell you every single thing that you need to worry about, you kind of, especially yeah. the, uh, I can't remember what the type of uh, building was called, what's the last building for like the uh, uh, shelter or something like that? But um, The Quarters? Cord- uh, yeah, the yeah. ones that
2: you, yes, they give, they give you minions. Yes, yeah.
1: the chord. Yeah, those ones. I, I I don't recall that being part of kind of the main tutorial, but it's one of those where you kind of just it's there, so you'll try it, and then when you do,
2: yeah,
1: it kind of helps you through how it works and everything. And it just it worked really well. I felt like in that, um, so I, don't know, I I guess I'm just I'm I'm <laughs> very impressed with uh, all the different ways you've managed to take something with like that one's. I feel like a more complicated game, but you make it feel so natural to just kind of pick up all the different aspects of it. And I guess there is kind of more of a real world uh parallel there at least it's not so abstract, but still there's a lot of information and you don't really overwhelm the player and uh I've definitely seen the other way where a lot of games like that will just kind of throw you into it and give you everything at once and it's just it's kind of stressful almost um
2: Yeah, and it's like they you lock the input so you have to press the button. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> just let
1: me, let me play around with him. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. The RIM Capsule tutorial is actually trying to figure out what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. So, it'll like, once you start out, it's like, build one of these. Right. But you can build whatever you want. And if you just skip that step, it will be like, okay, you have this thing, so you probably want that thing. So, it's trying to work out what you're doing right now and trying to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Even though you can just ignore it and do whatever you want, um, you will probably get in trouble if you do that the first time you play. But the tutorial <laughs> will still kind of work. Um, but I also get a lot of players who are like I don't get I don't understand what I'm supposed to do, and there's like a text bar across the center of the screen, which is like <laughs> defense room, and like I don't know what to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe like, they like, mean I'm like, I'm like s- on the
2: broader context like it's so
0: open-ended there because you know you you can create any route to the the yeah the I, this,
2: this, I have seen it be like i don't know what to build and it's like yeah. what what's the say on the center of the screen and they're like <laughs> oh oh no because <laughs> you get this like selective like the way you don't see ads right, on pages right. anymore because you just like blur them out it's like mm. this annoying text in the center of the screen that's not important to me right now and you just <laughs> don't see it <laughs> uh, oh my yeah. God. every everybody hates tutorials no just yeah yeah that's have
1: uh, them it's just really unfortunate that there's just yet another thing you're fighting is kind of the person's own uh i don't know just selection button not so, that's not right i don't know object permanence almost of just like oh, i just i saw that at the very beginning and it was words i didn't want to deal with that and then just they ignore it and mm. it's just
0: yeah this, this goes you, right back how to how your you <laughs> like you can't get people to read a uh, instruction manual because they won't even read one sentence.
2: Yeah, it's too much work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, hard I hard. recently listened to a, not super recently, but I listened to a podcast that was about airport design. Oh, okay. Uh, which is totally level design. I didn't realize this connection before because I'm <laughs> I'm not a level designer. I don't in those terms that much mm-hmm. but the way some airports you're just always lost and some <laughs> airports you're just like oh i need to go to the passport oh right it's right here and then you're like oh i need to go through secure oh it's right here so you're always at the place you need to be because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like the, the airport is built in a way that kind of funnels you where you need to go and you feel like you're the smartest person in the world because <laughs> you can navigate this complicated airport but really it's just like the architecture of the place it's just like st- funneling you along uh, and you don't notice and you feel like oh i'm so good at this
1: i have Uh, noticed uh, they they, they seem to try to hide the loading times in airports with all the elevators and like dulles has like a a little like subway train metro system almost just for the airport Mm
2: -hmm. yeah
1: it's just uh...
2: (laughs) airports are big man you can't keep all that in memory at once (laughs) yep yeah huh
0: yeah i because i I've, I did quite a bit of fly i I went over to England and then I flew into Copenhagen and went through Sweden and made my way up to Norway where I flew out again and yeah it was, it was interesting seeing all the different airports because they they all do have different flows, and the thing that I thought about was you know how many of these airports were were a thing before all of these extra, all of these extra um, components like customs and passport control uh, got tacked on, or at least to the level that they are now, because um, that probably definitely influenced the you know the, the flow the design of it. Um, and I, I guess where I'm going with this is, is it would be really interesting to see game developers just sit down and like take the the layout plans of an airport. And just be like, "Oh yeah, this is totally, totally wrong. This is just garbage." And then them redesign the airports.
2: Yeah, I don't think that would be a good airport. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough.
1: (laughs) I think they try to make it more challenging. If anything, like you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe let's put some put some insta kill spikes.
1: You run into an invisible wall at some point and you're just, you know, so frustrated with the whole thing.
0: <laughs> if if you go onto this plane and get off, when you get back to the gate, not only are you arrested, but they also give you three coins.
1: <laughs> I'm just waiting for all the speedrunners' uh, different tricks then, too.
2: Yeah. yeah, they just, like, glitch through the wall. And... <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh yeah. Well, if, if anybody needs a, a game idea for for Ludum Dare next weekend, I guess this is one airport uh, yeah. level generator.
1: <laughs> <It's like laughs> Super Mario Maker. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> Except airports. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yep. I'm digging it. I, I'd play it. Uh, yeah. So, so I'm I am yeah. at a game jam right now. Mm-hmm. And I, because I'm, I'm organizing. I'm not really making a game that much. I've tried it, and it's not a good idea. <laughs> uh, so I'm mostly like running around, replacing toilet paper, and taking out the trash, and just making sure everyone else is having a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's pretty great. I love it. <laughs> so, we have, we're having our our ten year anniversary this year for this oh, game yeah, which wow. is same
1: Congratulations. <laughs>
2: i i guess i, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel I just feel really old
0: I was ten yeah. years younger when we started this
2: yeah we yeah. we had like a little retrospective, like looked at the pictures and everyone's really cute and tiny, <laughs> and now we're just this old bitter people um yeah mm-hmm. and
0: Have all the, you... like
2: all the all the young younger ones they're actually making games and all us like. <laughs> old farts were like <laughs> out on the roof drinking beer, complaining <laughs> about things. It's pretty great. Yeah. Have you been uh
0: an organizer the entire length of that ten years? Or uh,
2: for not the first year. I missed the first year, but after mm-hmm. that, yeah. Um, well. and it's it's free. We have fa- we we try to like f- move it around a little bit to different cities in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um just to make it easier for people to travel. We've been in Malmo many times, though, because we have this super great menu here that we can use for free. It's like a co-working space, kind of run by the city. Uh, And we just, like, I drop in a day before, pick up the keys, and we just use it all weekend. Wow. Uh, It's absurdly good. Um, Tax. We can do a (laughs) lot of things with tax. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Pretty great. Um, So, yeah, we're here for... Yeah, tomorrow's the last day, so there's maybe like 14 hours remaining on the the actual game jam, and then we do the, some presentations, and then everybody helps cleaning up because I'm not doing that by myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it, it's it's uh, 8
2: p.m. there right now, right? Uh, yeah, just about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's it's maybe the most fascinating part of the entire game jam, seeing like 75 game developers just clean this house because <laughs> uh, all the teams i i when we like the winners their reward is they don't have to clean everybody else has to clean and you get like assigned a group like you clean the kitchen you do the love blah like, the outside and and we just make it actually cleaner than we when we found it most of the time uh just pretty pretty special experience
1: should have a uh, like a
2: time-lapse video of that <laughs> it's so hard though because it's happening all over all at once. There's like seven right. people sweeping the floor all over the place just, just at have the like, same time. Know,
1: Twelve fixed cameras or something, and you uh, <laughs> can make this work.
2: Yeah, so. I, should, I, I should. I'm going to try getting on video this time because that that is. It'd be really cool
1: to else. see, actually. Yeah, <laughs> but oh, yeah, that's that's really neat. Um, no and and you were talking about. <laughs> how it's been 10 years with this jam and that uh that, that actually i think could transition pretty smoothly over to uh how you got your start with development which i guess if i saw correctly it was 20 years ago but um but but what kind of oh pulled you into game development
2: <laughs> i uh As a kid, like, we had some shitty computers that we, like, hand-me-downs from, like, my uncle or whatever who had some kind of computer-related job. Um, And I always thought it was super fascinating to get the computer to do what I wanted. Um, Like a little robot. I'd make little batch scripts and, like, like bat files in, like, (laughs) Windows (laughs) 3.1. one With little messages in them and stuff like that. And then at some point I got a hold of click and play. Um which I think became multimedia fusion. I think that's it's the same lineage. Okay. I think, I think that's so. the one. Um which is like this graphical. It's like a maker, basically, like mm-hmm. graphical game making software. No programming whatsoever. It's strictly graphical and like you could do I don't know, what to call it like real time graphics on Windows 3.1, which was s- special somehow. I, it was <laughs> some, it's very unclear to me how they did it, but it was impressive at the time. <laughs> and you could like edit the images and be like, oh, when this sprite collides with this sprite, it could be like, this happens. But it was basically like you can make 2D platformers and 2D top down things. Uh, and that was about it. But there's there's still a click and play scene, um, which is impressive. I haven't touched it in many many years, but it, it's still around. And then mm-hmm. I moved from that to Flash, uh, like super early versions of Flash, uh, and I stayed with that until like five or six years ago when everyone decided Flash was bad, uh, and I moved into uh, like proper game development for like mobile devices. Nice. So that's yeah. where I learned the ropes, like Flash development.
0: What, what are you using now? Um, like, part of me wants to say Unity, but I'm not totally sure. That makes me
2: happy, because it is Unity. Okay. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a little It's like, mm, maybe, but I don't know. Hold down is Unity. It's my first proper Unity project. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Twofold and RimCapsule are made with OpenFL, Okay. Which is this, like, Flash replacement open source thing. Uh, It uses this obscure programming language called Haxi or Hax. Ah, yes. Um, It's super cool. I could go from Flash to Haxi in, like, a week and just hit the ground running and keep going. Uh, But it's also open source, so it's kind of janky in a way. Like, most open source things are, because there's nobody Like, it doesn't need to be super good because it's, like, you can fix it yourself. But uh, for, like, actual professional game development, it's not super great all the time. Um, But I made two games with it that I've done really well. And people, they still run on people's phones, so that's good. (laughs) Uh, But I decided it was time to get with the program and use Unity. Okay, Uh, Mostly because, like, I needed... Like I wanted cloud saves for twofold. And there is there is no extension or anything like that for OpenFL. So i, I got to find someone that could make it for me because I can't. I don't. Maybe I could, but it would take a very long time.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: for Unity, it's like I open the window and I shout Unity and there's like five Unity programmers just hanging out outside my <laughs> office. <laughs> uh, it's very easy to find people who know how to do things with Unity. So that's like a big reason I moved over. Because I am just one person, so if I can, like, asset store my way out of trouble, um, that feels nice. And also having a path to consoles and other platforms in a more sane way than doing, like, a full source port of OpenFL um, <laughs> felt nice. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a lot
0: of work trying to um, uh, port something open source like that over
2: um i, I remember yeah, and they have hmm? they have done it there are console games oh there are running open file now wow uh, but like it, uh, it also took a long time like they got the vita port running this year uh, which is slightly too late for the vita i think um but I'm I'm not really keeping up with the the, the inner workings of OpenFL anymore, and it, it's been great for me. I just moved to Unity. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, um, yeah. I
0: used to use Flashpunk way back in the day, and then they they made a port to Haxpunk, and I tried that out, and the right. transition was just like there was nothing to it. it it's basically yeah. the same syntax. It's just you have to learn a few new things. Um, but yeah, the the thing that did get tricky was that it was open source and there were bugs here and there. So sometimes when, you know, you'd port to certain platforms, it just wouldn't work. That's
2: the most frustrating thing. Yeah. Um, So, uh, I mean, The upside with it is that you have all the source code, like the entire thing. It's open Mm -hmm. source. You could be like, oh, this and this doesn't work on Android. I can fix it. I'm not sure I know how to, but I could. Uh, Mm -hmm. I had issues with, like, the back button on Android. So I just got the source for the thing, figured out how to change it to do what I wanted uh, and compile it and got it working, and it was fine. Which with Unity or Flash back in the day, it was like you pray to the gods (laughs) and hope they maybe fix it one day because there's nothing you can do. Um, Which is also terrifying. Mm -hmm. Maybe more terrifying. Yeah, so how have you found the
0: transition to Unity? Um, I've I've tried it a few times, and I always run into some roadblock along some some point. And I think it's just the paradigm shift is so different from what I'm used to that my brain just can't fully wrap around it. Um, but was the transition pretty seamless for you,
2: or did you have uh, it a... It took a while to figure out. I had. I, it was sort of a good thing that I could, like, I started a Unity project to be like, I just want to feel what it's like, and then like, okay, I think I... I think I can do a game with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, started like a, a proper project, decided this was a bad idea. Started a second project, decided this is a bad idea. So this is like <laughs> my third Unity project of like some kind of size. So I had I did some bad things in a bad way, but I got most of that like out of my system for the third one where uh, it seems to be holding together still. I don't that's good <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure I look back at it in a year and be like what was I thinking but that's a sign of growth that yeah that's good means you're becoming that's a better programmer, I, absolutely that's what I keep telling myself anyway
0: yeah I don't think there's there's any any feeling more painful than opening up a code base you made like three four or five years ago yeah can you can you think of one Ian because I can't
1: I mean, not, that's even just like a year ago. You're always going to look and go, "Oh, I could have been doing a dozen things better here." Like it's, yeah. it's inevitable. But it, it's also good though, because it is nice to have that uh, reassurance that you're definitely growing, <laughs> constantly improving. But I don't know.
2: Have you have yeah. you ever did a thing where you you look at the code and you're like what garbage is this? Who wrote this? Mm -hmm. You (laughs) you wrote it. Uh Uh Uh, I have done that. And I have also done like, like a parallel thing to that being like, I needed to, I was doing something in flash and I needed to compare to bitmap images. Mm It was like, what's a good fast way to do this? I Google it. And I find my own answer on the (laughs) source (laughs) forums from like a year ago. Like, Oh, thank you. Past me. (laughs) (laughs) This is really helpful. <laughs> that has only happened once, though. But that was a good good time.
0: Nice. Yeah, I, I don't think I've had that happen, but I've definitely searched something and I've been like, oh, right, I remember looking at the Stack Overflow or this this tutorial, like,
2: two years ago. <laughs> but your own thing? Wow. Yeah, it's a new new level of... I, I, I don't even... Is that some kind of self-own, or is it, I don't even know. It's like past you getting you a present
1: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) that you didn't know you needed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, two months ago, I opened up a code base, and it it was an Android. And for whatever reason, this certain variable sometimes uh, when the activity would be started would be null. And instead of checking to see if it was null or something like that and just assigning to it, I had this whole complicated workaround where it it would start this different activity. And I have no idea what what I was trying to do there. But, um, yeah, that was the most recent. And then I just looked at it. I deleted, like, 30 lines of code and compressed it to about three where it's like, why didn't that? Why didn't I do this? Who, who let me have this keyboard? I was not,
2: I shouldn't have been allowed to sit down here. Yeah. And then you get that, that sneaky feeling of maybe I had a good reason to do this.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Maybe, (laughs) but I, I just love deleting code. That's like my favorite thing. You can't have bugs in code if it doesn't exist. (laughs) True. True. It's really satisfying to, yeah,
1: Yeah. (laughs) to kind of just refactor and go Oh, I can get rid of these hundred lines and turn them into three or something. You're like, I don't know what yeah. I was thinking, but yeah.
2: And you don't comment it out or anything like that; You just delete it because I have version control. Right, I can exactly. go back. Yeah. I never do, but I could. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the peace of mind there, just that yeah, it's it's backed up somewhere if you need to ever go and find it again. Cause, yeah. I remember before that, though, when it was just, oh, I'll comment out these, you know, however many lines because I might need to go back to them. And back when I was using, like, Game Maker, things like that, and, uh, like, Game Maker 7 or stuff like that, where it's like there was no... I, I couldn't even use version control with it if I wanted to. So mm-hmm. it's <laughs> it's come a long way. I think everything's moving ahead <laughs> in the game development scene. It's really neat to see it progress as uh, even Game Maker has matured. And I, I-, I know that, you know, Flash is kind of died away unfortunately but we have luckily had things come in to help uh, ease the transition to other technologies that can be similar it's uh oh it's it's an exciting time to be a game
0: developer <laughs> it really is so uh not quite deleting code but i do know that there are a lot of developers that like deleting like feature not features but just complexities from their Design, did you have any complexities in hold down that you just straight up removed from the game or realized uh, polluted the the gameplay experience? Or has it stayed kind of consistent throughout?
2: Um, I wouldn't say it's stayed consistent. It's more like I really try to do the bare minimum mm-hmm. of like what's the least I can get away with, and then I make it look really nice and feel really nice. Um, Because it's it just works really well, uh, and it's easier to make. Maybe because I'm just I'm a solo developer, so there's just one of me. So Mm -hmm. content-heavy stuff is just out because I can't. There's just one of me, so I can't do that. And I figured out that like I call it extravagant minimalism. (laughs) (laughs) So take away all the all the all the non-important stuff and make the, the stuff that's still there look really 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 nice. Uh, so there's a lot of that. Like, what I would like—it's—it's it's kind of a negative spin on it. See, like, what's the least I can get away with? But it's more like, what's what's the really important part here, and how can I make that be what it's about and not have a bunch of fluff around it? Um, which is why I really don't want to put ads in my game. Mm-hmm. Um, being like a, an old Flash developer. Back in the day of like flash portals, where you like slave over a game and then someone would pay you, I mean, money still, like 500 bucks, Mm -hmm. um, and then just murder your game with ads and put it all (laughs) all over it. It's like, I made this look nice, and now there's like a monkey on a bicycle. uh, And I really don't want to do that again so all my games are premium still we'll see if i can (laughs) if i can outlive the trend or the trend outlives me i don't know um but yeah i think it's that's also like a huge privilege to be able to to do that i think just having a couple of games like in my back pocket like to get a foot in the door type of thing Mm-hmm. Really, really helps for doing premium stuff because you're not going to buy a four dollar game without knowing that it's going to be at least pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I guess there's a lot of parallels from free to play to the flash games as well. It's like, why would I spend more than like a minute playing this thing when there's like ten thousand other games just like a mouse click away? Um, so there's some instant gratification requirements there that maybe you don't have when you're a premium game you can be like you have you have like a minute instead of 10 seconds maybe to yeah. get the player
0: going yeah i've invested in this so i'm going to give it a little bit of time to make sure that yeah
2: it also does wonders for your review score like on the app stores right because mm-hmm. if somebody paid four bucks for it they're gonna want to like it mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and also if they, they think it's not good they're not gonna buy it so that it just gives you like an extra star to straight away, yeah, true. life life
0: hack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I guess, come to think of it the uh I, I i have an app up that was paid for a while, and then the rating basically stayed at four point nine until we made it free. Wow. huh, yeah, but uh, I think I think you're onto something here. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> make your game paid. And then you'll have good reviews. I
2: know someone back in the ancient times of App Store actually did like ran the numbers on it, and it was like for every dollar, it was almost an extra star. I don't know if that's true anymore. This was like five or six years ago, Uh, but it kind of makes sense because it's like this double. Like if the app is kind of or the game's kind of crappy, you'll charge less, Mm -hmm. Uh, and if you paid less, you'll be more inclined to maybe like it less. I I don't know.
1: I like the idea that people are paying you to give you better ratings. <laughs> <laughs> the more they pay, the higher the rating. It's like, that's, uh, yeah. that's, that's nice. No, no, that's,
2: uh... It sounds a little bit cynical, but I think it's also a little bit true.
1: No, I mean, if there's trends that support that and, and, and makes sense. Yeah, so that's, I don't know, that's interesting.
2: Yeah, like I bought this really expensive car right. that's kind of garbage, but, but I'm going to like it a ton because it is... was really I remember. And if it was bad, I'm stupid for buying it. But, but, but uh, no I remember
1: stupid. a TED talk where they were trying to explain this kind of psychological thing where if you have, say, two choices and you go, "Oh, well, I buy the you know red shirt or the blue shirt," whichever one you get, your brain wants to convince you that you made the right decision, like retroactively. Your yeah. brain's trying to go, "That was the right thing. This was the better one," and like will remind you at any opportunity, like. This was... You picked the better one. Look at... The other one's trash. Look at... And so I feel like... I feel like that probably kind of uh, contributes to... If you're paying, you know, four plus dollars for a game on the app store when there's so much free stuff out there that you'll go, no, but this one's a higher quality. And I mean, I think your game's actually like... They they are. um, But there's definitely a certain aspect, I think, psychologically, where someone's going to want to go, yeah, I made the right choice to buy this, and I really do like it, and they will as you said give it more a a longer a little bit longer in the beginning to kind of get into it um a little more chance there rather than just oh i don't like in the first 10 seconds let me close it so it's interesting though
0: that's that's the first thing i thought of when i downloaded it i was like i'm so glad i got hole down
2: and not hole up like that that would have been a mistake
1: (laughs) exactly yeah
2: uh... Like uh, most other of the like the ball bouncing type games are going, you're shooting up, and mm-hmm. the bricks are coming down on you. So hold down is the other way around, uh, and a big reason for that is the the gravity on the blocks. Because mm-hmm. I had it, I had the gravity when it was going up for a little while, and it was very very confusing. So I ended up <laughs> playing it with my phone upside wait, down wait, wait. to try and feel like. <laughs>
1: Did the gravity um, have them fall upwards is what you're saying?
2: Kind of, or they felt like, it was very confusing. Like the gravity thing didn't really make any sense okay. whatsoever until I flipped it around. It was like, okay, I, my brain, <laughs> this is actual gravity now. I understand how gravity works. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's one of those like, uh, like iterative things that ended up being like, oh, I have to do it shooting down. 'Cause that's the way I can make the gravity work, which is the way I can make the levels more interesting and more complex and maybe reward shooting deeper into the play field a little bit more. Um and the rounded corners are a big thing too, that will let you like sneak between mm-hmm. two diagonal blocks, which isn't something you can do in a typical like similar setup game. Right. Mm-hmm. Um and that also opens up like a whole bunch of interesting scenarios.
0: Yeah, the rounded corners are really what like make, make uh, gameplay dynamic and really
2: interesting. I'm also doing some some weird stuff with the physics. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, Sunshine? R- r- yeah, you want to be a bit more specific? Like with the bouncing. Like <laughs> some people pick up on it. It's usually game developers who pick up on it, that it's not entirely correct, the way the balls bounce. So, so what I'm doing is like, if you imagine like the the rounded corners, it's like it's a circle collider. Mm -hmm. So there's the the normal or like the direction of the ball coming in, and then you have the direction of the surface, like the normal of the surface and the the collision point. Mm
1: -hmm. Those
2: two determine like the exit angle of the ball. Yeah. Like pretty standard stuff. So what I'm doing is I'm rounding off the the wall normal to be 45 degree increments. So it's either. Ah.
1: I was okay, that that does make sense. Mm. I had realized that I felt like far more often than I would have expected the ball would go like basically exactly back the way it came when I hit off a corner, yeah. which I felt like wouldn't happen too often if it were exactly kind of bouncing the way you'd expect, but okay, that's
2: so what that does is that it makes the bouncing a little bit less chaotic. It's right. easier to do things like on the corner and have it go mostly sideways mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. since the the entrance angle is still not rounded it's still it's still not the perfect 90 degree Uh-oh. angles all the time or 45 degree angles which works out really well because it's like the balls will get because uh, it's it's like um, like it's cumulative like the balls start bouncing weirdly and then they go even weirder and so in the beginning the game was using like the real time physics like it just shoot Circle colliders, and mm-hmm. they bounce, and there'd be like floating floating point rounding errors or time step stuff or whatever, and one ball would go in a different direction, or two balls, and oh. then they, like, oh, it right. would just so like always evolve okay. into fifty balls just mm-hmm. all over the screen mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, now the game uses raycasts, so it's very precise, and it doesn't de- depend on the time step at all,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, which means that they like if the blocks is in the same position, the balls in the same position, it will be the same. Um, and I can mess with the collision and do like funky things. And I can do the slowdowns and I can do all kinds of things. Yeah,
1: those are fantastic.
2: <laughs> those are so satisfying it to guess I
1: also and, noticed
2: uh, We we're, we weren't gonna do the you know like the the audio slows down as well. because mm-hmm. um, I didn't think I could do it. And then we were using F mod for the audio. Ah mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah and I found there's like a, it took me like 20 minutes to set up and it just worked straight up. It's like, okay, I guess we should have done that earlier. That was like the, the final like week of actually working on the game. We set that up. Yeah. I still well, think there's a, a, a thing you could do if you, you make the game slow down and go into the menu at the exact time. The, the music in the menu will be in slow motion. <laughs> That's a feature. Right.
0: Ah, of course. Okay. <laughs> if you go to the menu and hold down, it slow down. <laughs> now huh.
1: I have to go try that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I I think I fixed most of the things you can do to do it, but there's I I I'm not sure. It didn't feel super important to like spend a bunch of time investigating. <laughs> yeah.
0: no, it's definitely a feature, not a bug. You're right. And if somebody does discover it, they're probably just going to enjoy that they found it more than they're going to be like, oh
2: god, what is he doing? Yeah. Some type of speedrun strats. I had a fun issue (laughs) where you could... Because the game has... When you go into the menu, it serializes the entire game state and saves it and destroys it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the menu isn't like an overlay or anything. It's just like a separate scene in Unity. Um, Which meant that when you go back into the game... Uh, it creates everything again. Yeah. And the Unity 2D physics has a thing where it takes like a frame or two for a collider to like work when the uh. scene is brand new. So you could shoot at like a pocket in the, in the play field, like something that's like with blocks all around it, shoot at it, go into the menu, go back, the balls would move, but the physics wouldn't work yet. So the balls would go into the pocket and just be stuck in there forever until the blocks broke. Felt super good to do, kind of an exploit. So I had to <laughs> fix it. Um, which is usually like a, a, a thing I try to do. Like if there's a, if, if the best way to do something is really annoying, I try to take it out. Okay. Now runners sense. playing like Zelda games. They're just walking backwards all the time. Cause it's like 0.2% faster. Like that's really annoying. Just make, it's like, if you, if you notice it when you're making the game, just make sure it's the fun way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Um even though clearly the developers of Zelda had no idea <laughs> yeah that people would be speedrunning the game
0: in 20 yeah. 30 years. I don't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you did want to talk about uh, like your whole um, you know, bug uh, cycle here like fixing bugs after release. Um, Are there any besides that one that really stood out to you or um, like a certain uh, pattern that you follow when you're trying to
2: do this that I I don't know. I think (laughs) think the the thing I wanted to talk about is more like the the hopelessness of it all. Okay. (laughs) I had a bunch of friends who played my game a ton, Mm -hmm. like real troopers. That sounded weirdly diminishing, but like... <laughs> they they really played the game a ton, like hundreds of hours probably, like together, all of them. Uh, and there are like when you play a level, you shoot all these blocks, and you go down to like the core of the level. Uh, and until you've destroyed all the blocks, the core is locked. You can't you can shoot at it, but it the ball just like bounces off and it goes like bink. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the the core unlocks. Uh, and there's also a thing in the game if you shoot the wall, like if a ball bounces in the wall more than five times, the sixth time it will just go back up.
1: Right, I noticed that. Go, oh, and okay. that helps keep it from doing the infinite bouncing, but it also means you can't just, you know, shoot it at like a really slight angle and have it just hit a bunch of blocks on the way down as easily. So that's uh, yeah. So it's, it's like nuts.
2: a two for one right. type solution. I was just really happy when I figured that out. Oh, yeah, that's brilliant. Uh, but. Uh but if you hit a block in between, you can just bounce right. forever. So if it goes block wall, block wall, block wall, mm-hmm. that's fine. Uh the the core is marked as a block, logically. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can't destroy it yet. And there's a way to get the balls in under the core and just stuck bouncing forever. Oh. Like <coughs> And uh, there's no way to abandon a round you're in, so the balls are just stuck there. So the only thing you can do is like reset your entire save and start over. Oh. Um, and no, no one testing this, not me either, managed to do this in testing ever. And when I release the game, this naturally happens like ten times immediately. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to bounce my balls, and they got stuck.
2: Yeah, so the the game just soft locks in that state, and it's that's not good. No. Um, so I I have a fix for that coming mm. once I manage to find some time to like test it properly. I think it's, you know, like that's the only thing I changed. I fixed that, but I'm not trusting it <laughs> enough to like <laughs> release it. How many other
1: things like... can you break?
2: <laughs> yeah, that always, that always I also have change. I also have some really bullshit issues with cloud saves and it's like don't do cloud saves, stay away <laughs> it's really complicated because like, cloud saves in theory are mostly fine until somebody has two devices and one device is offline and they play mm-hmm. on both devices and then all hell breaks loose because you got to merge the save files and somewhere at some point it goes wrong in my game uh, I'm, I'm pretty restrictive with the merging. I'm, I was felt like I was fairly careful. Like if you have a round going on both of them, it won't merge that at all, because how could it? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but something just makes the game very upset. And if, if you're really unlucky and on iOS only, it might destroy your save file. So yeah, I just had to start over, which is very bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still not entirely sure how or why it happens because I gotta like shut myself in the basement for two days and figure out <laughs> what the hell's going on. Uh but there there's just too many moving parts to the cloud saves for it to be um yeah, they're scary. I kinda regret doing the cloud saves right now. But I think I'll I'll get it eventually. Yeah, I
0: I don't think I've ever worked with cloud saves, but that is something that I thought of. It's like what yeah, cuz it's specifically with mobile stuff. Like with with computers, you usually don't have to think about it cuz a computers are usually just hooked up to the web and yeah. I don't think people usually, usually play. Yeah, and like usually you have one computer that like is your, you know, games rig or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, with mobile. That's such so, like in hindsight, do you do you have any solutions that you would have done instead that might have made this easier to merge?
2: I think the, the like the the proper way to do it is like mm-hmm. maintain uh, instead of storing like how much money you have, you store the events where you earned money, mm-hmm. and you remember which device did it, and then you just sum up the numbers in that. That makes the merging fairly easy. Could you could just be like. And you give like each event like a unique ID or something. So yeah. You just put the lists together, remove the duplicates, and move on with your life. Uh, but that only works for very specific things. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I earned money. In my game, you can buy upgrades. Like, do I do do I merge the upgrade? Like, how's that going to work? Yeah. Uh, for the for the level, like, there's just no way to merge two separate games. Like, do I ask the player to just pick the one I think is better? Uh, does it really matter? Do I need to spend a bunch of time doing the UI to pick the thing? Um, should I just not do cloud saves and do make the game better for a week instead of... Yeah, fun stuff. I'd say so. <laughs> um, but other than that, it seems fine. It's working pretty well, um, I think. I don't get a lot of angry emails, at least. <laughs> Um.
0: Huh.
2: So have, have yeah, and gotten, that's that. That that's, is very much the the switching of like one set of problems to a different new set of problems,
0: right? So what's the most surprising bug you've gotten? Uh, beside well, maybe the maybe the getting the ball stuck b- below the core was,
2: but. Are there any yeah, I've had that? a few fun bugs because I'm messing with the collision normals. Mm-hmm. I've had a few like actual, like literal quarter cases where you hit the corner <laughs> of of a collider and it will round the normal the wrong way, so the ball bounces into the block instead oh of gosh. out of the block. <laughs> uh, oh no. And it looks really cool and it feels really awesome because the ball just gets stuck inside the block and goes like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And the block just goes away, so it, it feels super great. But it's also like this obvious strategy to like try and coax it out and make it happen. Because uh, it will just remove any size block, which is one ball, if you can hit it in the exact correct spot. Uh, there are still like a way to get it to happen, maybe. But it's much harder than it used to be. Because um, I'm using the blocks are built out of tile colliders, basically, so every tile on the on the playfield is a collider mm. uh, if there's a block there and the the edges or the ends are circles yeah so the colliders overlap slightly and sometimes when you hit right on the corner of the rounded edge and the straight edge it would pick the wrong collider and it would resolve the collision incorrectly um i have to detect that specific case and be like oh there's a, a rectangle collider and a circle collider here i'm gonna pick the rectangle because blah 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 um, and that was interesting to solve I think because it was like I could I could easily see it happening and I could like I could even because I had save games at that point when I was fighting this bug I could make a save game as I shot the balls and just like perfectly repeat the, mm.
0: the bug
2: every time and, and fix it um, the, the cloud save stuff is just like I, I don't know how to fix that no. Uh-uh. well hopefully you'll get there hopefully. I think I will <laughs> I kind of have to it's either yeah. that or taking them out I think because having people's saves get destroyed is not great mm-hmm. it's like point something of a percent of players it happens to but still that's too many um, yeah. well in that case I hope you get there quickly maybe that's <laughs> that. Better
0: sentiment If you here.
2: if you are playing the game and you're paranoid about it, you could turn off cloud saves in the options and you will be fine.
0: Oh, there
2: you go. Yeah. Huh. But then if you lose your phone, you lose your save. Dum dum dum. <laughs> I think if you lose your phone, uh,
0: you've got bigger issues on, on no, hand. you don't.
2: No? Oh, what could, right. What, could, hold could possibly on. what am I talking bigger, about?
0: Uh...
2: <laughs> How could I be so foolish? <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's what I'm up to in Sweden land. I, There was a point,
1: I do not know how this happened, but uh, I, I had been, I, I guess I had been playing around and I kept like closing and like reopening it and everything just directly from like within the round and it was, you know, recovering just fine and then at some point it like reset, like it was in the, I think the middle of a shot when I closed it at one point. I came back and it had reset me back to uh, none of the upgrades. And the tutorial and of course naturally that was uh worrisome but i closed and reopened it and i think that's all i did and it like immediately jumped back to like oh you have everything again uh, that i had unlocked and yeah so i i don't know i haven't been it's it's happened just once but um huh. because... that was
2: probably the cloud saves saving your butt because something <laughs> happened to your like, like your local save. I just closed and it in time. <laughs> merged in your cloud save, which had all the stuff in it. Maybe.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, it so worked out fine, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're lucky that the cloud save didn't take your local save and be like, "Oh, hey, we're gonna just save this now." Yeah. This but, is you know, newer. Uh, oh, this
2: is for twofold, I had one player who managed to like something happened to her save file, uh, so it got so corrupted the game wouldn't start. <laughs> uh, it would just crash on startup and it also has cloud saves so it would sync that save to her phone even if she deleted the game oh, no. the save file would be there when she started it And but there's a way to log in to like the iCloud backend and delete your data for something uh, but that has only happened once that I know of and I mean that's one too many but I'm very glad it's not <laughs> that kind of bug for this because that would be a nightmare. Yeah. Yikes. So, yeah, game development is garbage. No one should do it ever. <laughs> In some <summer, Stay> way. <laughs> you know. Wholeheartedly agreed. Bitter, bitter old game developer. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's been like making Holdout was really fun. is fairly, uh, fairly smooth experience. There was a lot of. Uh, it took some time to figure stuff out, like the level generation and like the how the upgrades would work and all the le- like it all took a while like it took a year to make a game this size, which is it's not a huge game um, and I also guess I had a a kid, a second kid uh and we bought a house and moved house in the same year, so it's not a full year of working. there's been like a couple of months of downtime um but still, it, it took a while.
0: Yeah. Well, even though it's not necessarily a huge game, it's very polished.
2: So you do have that trade-off there. Yeah. You know, it's if I it was if I was left to my own devices, it would be just polish because I I just love okay. making things look nice. It's so uh, so it's, for the, for the first like month of a project, I have to like act like I I, I basically have like a little note on my computer. It's like don't. Don't do it, Martin. Just mm-hmm. make it work first. <laughs> um, and then I'll put a little stupid character in the corner. You can you can press the worm, by the way. He'll say funny things. He'll yep. say funny things. I've gotten some he used to be. Quotes. He used to be way more communist. Now he's a little bit more <laughs> socialist. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Hello, comrade.
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: Yeah, what what I
0: was... So is, is the worm, like, is, is he one of the balls that's just, like,
2: moving, elongated, you know? Or is he is he separate? They are... They have the same face. It's really <laughs> hard to see on, like, a small device, but they all have the same stupid look on their face. <laughs> uh. Okay. So, uh... uh in the canon,
0: are they are they the same one and the same, or are they different and uh, you know like species? That's what I'm asking.
2: I'm not sure. I'm prepared to answer that. Okay. <laughs> I, for, for many reasons, I, I mostly because I don't really, I never really. I guess they're the same. Let's say they're the same. He's, okay. It's just closer to you. I keep saying he. It's it's not a gendered thing. It's a worm. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Just closer to you, so you can see it better. The other ones are the same,
0: I, okay. <laughs> I wonder. It's unclear
2: it's... to me whether it's set in the same universe. I think it is, somehow, as okay. my other games. Very this is, this big, important questions you yeah, need to I, consider. I feel
1: like you addressed it as though it was, uh, it was spoiling the next season of Game of Thrones or something. <laughs> Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't want to say anything. We, we,
2: like indie developers, we have secret meetings agreeing mm-hmm. on whose universe overlaps with whose. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I There's guess you whole, can use like,
0: Young Venus in this. Uh,
2: JW has made another game called Tennis. Oh, yeah. E n n n e s. Mm-hmm. That also uses like rectangular white characters. They are the same characters as in Rib Capsule. Oh, wow. We have shaken hands on this. And if you buy the game, like, there's a there's a special edition you can get on my... Th- this sounds like a plug. There's a special edition <laughs> you can get on my homepage. It has an extra game. And the extra game is tennis. Um, for real. You'll get that okay. included in the price. For wait, real. Wait, was <laughs>
0: tennis the one that JW made that he put some, like, ridiculous price tag on? That it was, like, this game costs $2,000 or something?
2: Yeah, for a while, I think. Okay, yeah. yeah. Did it was like a
0: reverse sale. Buy just made at it that
1: price. Do you know? Because <laughs> I suspect no one did. But I don't. Know. I mean, all you need is one sale at that price, and the game page for itself.
0: It's like, wow. all right, guys, we got the two thousand <laughs> dollars. Guys, we just have it for free.
1: That's 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 the next strategy for like a funding round. If you uh, yeah. need some investment, I mean, yeah, complete uh, creative freedom over your game because they're just buying a copy of it.
2: Yeah. Yep. There collective... was a brief mm-hmm. brief period where people would do that on the App Store. Because the maximum price was like $999 or something. And there was an app that was just a diamond icon. And it was like, a, you're supposed to like show it off to your friends. It's like, I bought amount? the thing.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. I sh- it, it got sales, though, didn't
2: it? I don't know I like if it's it one of those. Did.
0: I guarantee it did.
1: It's an iPhone app. I mean, if you come have a stolen
2: credit card.
1: That too. <laughs> I mean, a lot of kids have their parents' credit cards on that. I mean, that's just yeah. it's asking yeah. for trouble
2: but
0: there there is a big um like mentality within certain sections of the game scene where like some some of the you know games where you can get D, uh not DLC um like in-app purchases that are all cosmetic mm-hmm. you know there yeah. are people that will dish out like $500 just to make their guy
2: look a certain way yeah so i i briefly considered having uh like an in-app purchase we can buy a hat for the worm (laughs) because that's like the the original in-app purchase it's a hat it has to be like it's valves like hat economy thing like it needs to be a hat (laughs) but i couldn't be bothered like implementing in-app purchases for just the stupid
1: okay but now that we've confirmed that the worm is also one of the balls essentially
0: then you could have tiny little hats on all yeah does the hat fall off of them when they collide
2: I mean, I really, I really want to do this. It's so just... then as
0: the stage comes up, there's just like
2: all these hats that are just falling
0: down. The <laughs> oh, they just, they sit on the blocks
1: until they fall away. Okay. Yep. That'd be I could, satisfying.
2: I could, I'm going to try this later tonight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am dead serious. I'm going to put yes. hat on the walls. Uh, so I'm excited hot. for this. I am too. Uh... I, this yeah. will probably never see the light of day, but you never know. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, just knowing that it exists is right. is enough satisfaction. I'd for love me. just like like a gif just to see
1: <laughs> the prototype. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have to make it into the full thing,
0: but it it just be it'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. So with you having you know this mentality that you can't add any polish to your games until you're like a month in. Um, I'll, I, I'll
2: still do it but i
1: some restraint
0: yeah I was gonna say with game jams how do you do that because I've had a game jam where I've gotten obsessed with polish at the beginning and then it's like oh shit we don't have any game and <laughs> I've done the opposite where like there's no polish and then I post stuff to Twitter and I'm like I don't want to share this yet because it's not all polished <laughs> up
2: yeah so. that's a hard I one one weird thing about larger like game jams where there's like Fifty plus people. Mm-hmm. There's a there's one in Copenhagen, like just like forty five minutes from where I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Nordic Game Jam, and it's one of the like the biggest. It used to be the biggest, but I think there's one or two that have been bigger since. But there's it's like five or six hundred people, It's just Whoa. absurdly large. To the to the point where there's not a room big enough to fit everyone, so they have to live stream the keynote to yep. other rooms. It's it's got a Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then nobody plays your game because there's no time for people to play the game mm-hmm. so it's more like a presentation jam where you make a game that looks like it would be fun <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way you 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 win like the audience voting uh, which is maybe something you can consider if you want to do well at game jams but it's also f- fake <laughs> it doesn't last very long <laughs> Because if somebody tries, like, even you don't even have to make a game. You just make a video. Like a convincing <laughs> presentation. <laughs> and, but I think a lot of it is, is presentation on, on Game jams like that. And, like, being able to sell your game. Uh, and I guess, I guess there are parallels to, like, selling your game on Twitter. Or, like, the storefronts and stuff like that. Like, it not only needs to be good. It also needs to look like it's good. And sound like it's good. Um, both in, like, speech and, like, actually listening to the thing. Um, and that's something I try to to do with my stuff, like, make sure it looks distinct, like, mm-hmm. it has its own... Like, you can look at a screenshot and go, like, oh, that's probably something Martin made. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I, if I can pull it off just yet, but like, that's something I'm going for. Like, you can look at the screenshot and go, like, oh, that's that game. And there, there are like a couple of like a couple. There's a lot of games that really do this super well. Like what's the what's the the Firewatch?
0: Yep. Oh yeah.
2: Like you get any screenshot, even like a garbage screenshot of some shitty. You're looking at (laughs) corners. You'll you'll know that's Firewatch. Yep. Yeah.
1: They have a
0: brand. Uh,
2: Okay. That I think is something really to aspire to.
0: For sure. So do you want to? Mm-hmm.
2: There's room for text in the app store, but who in the world ever reads that text? True.
0: Maybe maybe the collapsed one, like the first three lines, but nobody ever clicks. Like, show me more. I need to yeah. need to read all of this.
2: And now um, they have the, the little subtitle in the app store, so you get you get the title for your thing, thirty characters, and you get a subtitle, also thirty oh. characters. Um a ball huh. bouncer with depth is hold down which i think is exactly 30 <laughs> characters and i <I'm>, uh, <laughs> Asher Volmer uh, the guy who designed threes came up mm-hmm. with that one for me and i am very thankful
0: <laughs> ah okay yeah i saw him tweet about the game the other day how he was saying that like it has a seal of approval and i was like dang that's something to aspire to right there
2: yeah it makes me all kinds of warm and fussy inside mm-hmm. when people I respect say that those things about things I've made. it's yeah that that <laughs> is very nice to hear for sure
0: all right, Ian, do you have any any concerning last questions? I do not all right anything. so Martin, unless there's okay. anything else Animal. you wish
2: or sorry. Cooking, animals, any type of question.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> What's your favorite that... meal
1: to cook? <laughs>
2: <laughs> to cook? So, like, I have two kids now. So I, 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 have, I have transcended to another plane of cooking where it <laughs> things <laughs> things that I can set in motion, like, <laughs> three minutes at a time, spread out over, like, half an hour, and then just have it cook for a while, like, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, whatever. That's the type of cooking I can do now because there's always something on fire most of the time, figuratively.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, not the cooking.
2: <laughs> uh, no, n- not that much. But that's the kind of cooking I I prefer now. So like things that mm-hmm. like stews and that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah what ages are they?
2: Uh, my kids are one and three and a half.
0: Okay. Yeah, so the
2: one-year-old is trying super hard to get himself killed. <laughs> like he climbs everything, eats everything. Uh, he's a handful right so now. He'll grow like out that, of it.
1: Yeah. It's like that game "Who's Your Daddy" that came out like a couple of years ago.
2: Did you see is that? that the game that the game where what, it's like a multiplayer thing. Yes. and the baby is trying to. <laughs> <Yes. yeah.
1: laughs> it's you're, a lot you're like that. that out, okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Except he <laughs> has the super... added that he has to cook as well. Yeah, he's super into stairs. He really oh, loves no. stairs, which is great when you... Like, he, he can stand up, which is super great in okay. a stair when you're a one-year-old. Um, he's kind of annoying right now, to be honest. He's very cute and kind of a hassle.
1: <laughs> yeah. Brett, so, did you ask uh, about
0: the candy? Yeah. Oh, well, yes, actually, the candy, yes. Um. So while I was in Sweden, I bought the... Junggolvrol, it's uh oh right yeah yeah it's a salty licorice. My friend didn't tell me that I was salt at first, well, so I thought I I call it was sugar. A mistake,
1: huh? Hmm. Sorry, I, I'm a sane person, so it sounds
0: terrible. It's just oh. salt
1: and black licorice, basically, it's right?
0: It's so tasty. I love yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> and there there was a thread on on twitter a few days ago where some people were tweeting about it and uh i think uh yuki okalio got in there and a few others like yes like scandinavian salty licorice is the best what do you think martin i am i'm am on team
2: licorice salty yes! licorice. Sweet, sweet licorice i don't really i'm not i don't care salty licorice yes hell yes
0: good good okay yeah. See it, because Ian here, he's like, nah, you found this. You're the only person that eats it. Well,
1: the only uh, person in this, country. well, no, sorry, yeah, your country, whatever. Point.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, because you're in Canada right? Yeah. right.
2: <laughs> your hemisphere or whatever. Yes, I don't, <laughs> this which continent. Is, which is yeah.
0: something. Uh-huh. All right. And then the other day, uh, Ian and I were chatting about Hold Down, and this is, I think, what we're gonna we're gonna end on. Is there going to be a New Year's balls drop in for Hold? Oh mm-hmm. well now that you say it, maybe. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that would mean exactly, but just kind of planning the idea here. Some artistic interpretation. Mm-hmm.
2: So, so because this is the end and anyone who's like So there I I I, I how do I how do I formulate this sentence not sound <laughs> I had a lot of names to consider naming this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you look at the the Google Play thing, we'll show you like the package name in the URL. Oh yeah, uh, it's named bore, <laughs> like boring, um, mm-hmm. like drilling, right. and oh, also yeah. boring because uh, I thought that was funny. And then it's like, no, let's not name it that. And I had a friend suggest balls deep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which is like provokingly good and also entirely unacceptable at the but same time. Very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could name it that, but I'm not gonna go like on a podcast and be right. like, yeah, it's, it's balls No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm the developer of Balls Deep.
0: That's yeah, great. We have a lot not... of
1: thoughts about being balls deep. I mean, wait, what? No.
0: Yeah,
2: I get like there's enough like ball type puns already, right. so like balls No, that's not. <laughs> maybe i'll just rename it for a day and then go back
1: see if the sales go up or down i'd be uh i'd be intrigued <laughs>
0: <laughs> new year new me yeah all right well thank you so much for coming on um we're uh we'd like if you uh stuck around for a minute or two after uh we uh finish recording but otherwise i'm going to go through the outro so thank you for listening to broadcast number 83 of Indie Radio. Indie Radio is broadcasted live with Twitch and recorded using open broadcaster software. If you enjoyed the show and are interested in more, you can visit our archive at IndieFunction.com, SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Podcasts. Our next show will be next weekend on August 11th with a To Be Determined guest. Thank you again for listening to Indie Radio, and we hope you have a fantastic weekend.